0: And welcome to the Men Up Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Christian Shabu.
1: Drew Chin. Will Van Dyke. Lamar Womble in the house. Ah.
0: And together we are the four guys here for the Level Up through conversations that dig deep into current events, sports, pop culture, leadership, and that go beyond the moment to create momentum. It is so great to be with you all once again. And we like to start off the Men Up Podcast here every week with a pep talk. So Lamar, what you got for us this week?
1: as we dive into this conversation about uh, peaking physically um, and you know, we we're going to talk about it around uh, men specifically, but you know, for everyone um, I think can relate to what I'm getting ready to talk about is the experience of your life as you go through it and get older uh, that ultimately like you'll come to new realizations and it'll seem like every year it might feel like a new peak, right? Physically, mentally uh emotionally and so i just want everyone to kind of rest assured especially if you're a young listener say you're 21 22 just graduated college or you know 25 27 in your first or second job uh post-college and you're listening i'm glad that you're listening to this podcast but i'm so excited actually for you to just like experience your own growth um and i don't want to kind of dictate um, as a motivational speaker, that's kind of what I do, but I just want to reassure that you will come upon your growth. You will come up upon your, your peak physically and mentally um, as you get older um, and count on that.
0: Lamar, that's beautiful. It's almost like you do this for a living. So powerful every time with the pep talk. <laughs> Thanks. All right, y'all. So we are going to get into it. Lamar already alluded to it, but each and every week we like to focus on one topic, one question, one provocation, if you will. Last time we talked a little bit about men taking their health seriously. We're finding ourselves here deep into the fall, early November, usually a time around the holidays, you know, and and our physical being can get a little bit out of whack sometimes. But Will, what are we talking about this week? Our peak
2: physicality, right? When you are at your peak physically, when and where that was, how that might uh, help you deal with your own identity in terms of, are you feeling like you're at your peak? Is that your standard that you then set yourself up for in all of your other, you know, self-judgments, self-identity, those sort of things? Shaboom, you and I have a history Of physical fitness both together and you know I think there's always been a healthy bit of competition where are you at right now in how you judge yourself physically
0: so we should assure the listeners that when we were younger because Will you and I have known each other now for almost 30 years that that uh competition, that competitive spirit uh, was a little less healthy than it is now. Um, So, and to Lamar's point about, you know, how do things, you know, develop with age? I I think that's been one of the things that's really developed for me, right? Like how, how do we maintain that competitive spirit, uh, but keeping it healthy, right? So, so one, uh, I've just always appreciated that competitive spirit because that's driven me from my peak physical ability. And I'd say, honestly, I am at my peak right now. I know that, like sometimes, um, when we hear people be like, "Oh yeah, I'm at my peak now," it's just like, "Man, f you," right? Like, but but it's true, right? Like, I I invest more time, energy, and resources now into my physical being than I ever have in the previous thirty six years, right? And, and so, yeah, and and ultimately, what drives that is my goal is, you know, in 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 keeping with like our competitive spirit. Will one of the things that Your influence on me was like getting into triathlons and competing in those um, in our adult years here. Like my goal is at seventy that I've competed in at least one Ironman, right? So the idea there is that like I hit my peak around there. So it's always like how is each year after each year uh, an opportunity for me to get to a new peak.
2: That's awesome. And and Lamar, you were getting after it this morning.
1: I toggle back and forth between, yeah, you're good. And how sexy do I want to look? And you know, I already brought this up to you guys. And and a lot of when I think about like my peak, I think about, you know, physically, like what my body looks like. Um, And so I'm not overly obsessed with like rock hard body, rock hard abs. Like I'm, I'm more concerned and interested in like, you know, when do I feel the best about myself? Um, and I feel the best about myself when I can fit into 36 waist jeans. I feel the best about myself when I feel like I don't have man boobs. I feel the best about myself when, um, like I can get dressed up on the weekend and, you know, look good and feel good. Um, and so those are some of like, some of the things that, um, I kind of use to kind of use as a measure. You know, one of my favorite things to say is health is wealth. Um, and if, if you are healthy um, physically, particularly physically, then you're providing an opportunity for yourself to do a whole lot of other things in your life. Um, and so that's kind of like my general standard. I'm not very competitive. Uh, so I don't really have a drive to like, you know, go do races or to play a lot of sports. It's not, I just don't care that much. Um, but I do want to maintain uh, a, a good, physical presence, um, so I can can be healthy into my older years.
2: And Drew, uh you know, I gotta ask, I, I don't know much about, you know, what you may or may not have done in the past, but where are you at currently? I
3: tip the scale today at 180 pounds. And I share that hopefully not in a narcissistic way, but like I don't remember the last time that number came up. Like I was usually operating around like 193, 194. So similar to Shabu, like I'll be honest, like COVID has really transformed my habits. A lot of that is being able to work from home and then making better decisions on eating because my physical activity is not increased. So let me be very clear on that. But I like what Lamar said about like, when do I feel best about myself? I feel best about myself when I'm making better choices on eating. I'm eating more vegetables now, which sounds silly to say, but like dinner right now looks like. protein and vegetables and it's my wife and I eating that together yeah Yeah, I had some ice cream and some crackers but like the next day like cut off eating at eight so I share all that only because the metric of weight is is good you know and that's more of a mental thing for me um but I want to be more sexy in mind and like I would say as a dad I'm I'm peaking and I just want to throw this out this tip out to like new young dads watch out for eating your kids' leftovers, no one ta- tells you this, but this is free dad boot camp. Those LBSs will pack on if you eat your kids' leftovers on top of what you eat. So, Lamar, <laughs> you're a younger dad. Free advice for you. Will I don't know if you want to back me up on that?
2: I mean, I- I'll back you up by calling myself Exhibit A on why it's not a great idea. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're talking about. You're you're at a you're at a weight that you're uh feeling good about. I'm staring at a weight that I've never even considered possible on my frame. I graduated high school at 6'2, 155, wow. maybe. I was I'm been my I've lived my life as a string bean and now I'm staring two bills right in the face. And I am looking at it every day thinking, oh shit what am I going to do that's next? And I think we, you know, we talk a lot about abundance of, of paths that we could go down uh, the number of options that we have in front of us. A lot of times as to like, what do we do next with our actions? And Drew, you talked about one specifically and Lamar, you talked about a bunch of them too, uh, which is like, okay, tackle some concrete, you know, things first maybe it's just the food part first, or maybe it's just con- creating consistent approach to weightlifting or weight training first. Like maybe it's one of those two things first in order to get to the peak, but sort of, uh, I certainly know for me, I'm looking at all the things that I should be doing differently and I'm seeing a mountain to climb. And I know that I need to figure out which path I'm going to go up first, right? And I think that that's, and that's, I think daunting in in a, you know, in a way that I've never had to experience before.
3: Listen, me sharing my weight, like I stared at that 200 number. I was like, uh-oh, and I hit 199 and that was like the trigger of like, okay, let's get down. And, but again, it hovered like 194, 193. So that's real. And I think that's real for men to, you know, struggle with weight, especially after, Becoming a dad and maybe making different choices or not being aware of their choices. So I just want to name that out there.
2: i will go back to you, I guess, for this, because, you know, I think you've obviously been able to adapt and made made changes like later in your life to ways in which you feel like you can get to your peak.
0: If I think about the thing that's been most consistent in my life activity wise, it's been running. And I started running because of you, right? Like you, you encouraged me when we were in high school to join cross country. Right. And, and I did, right. I wasn't very good at it. Like I got okay at it. But the point is that it is a thing that has carried me through my entire life. And it's a thing that I always come back to, right? So it's, it's a thing that not just physically keeps me in shape, but like my mental health, like I thrive after I run right? And it allows me to get things out. So I think running has been a thing that has been a staple for me that I always come back to continuing to find new ways and different ways to stay engaged in physical activity, right? So if it's at the gym, finding new exercises, switching up weights, like, you know, maybe leaning more into cardio at different times, right? If it's running, offering myself challenges around running that like keep it interesting, because yeah, working out running, whatever you're doing can get Boring I think sometimes can get monotonous. So how do you keep it fresh? How do you keep it lively and I actually want to take a step back because I Because I think one of the things that's important to understand At least one of the ways that like I think about peaks is like I think there's always going to be parts and times in our life where like we go up We find a peak and then we go down a little bit, right? And then we come back up and we we maybe get a little bit higher and then we go back down I think the goal The goal is twofold. It's one How do we make sure we're always finding new peaks even if they're incremental but two, how do we make sure that the drop off from whenever that peak is to the valley? How do we like make it as small as possible?
3: I really like that idea of like how do we find new peaks because I got to be honest, like I don't know how to. And the, the question that has been helping me is, what does peak look like in my life phase? You know, you're you peaking in your teens is different than your twenties. You know, if you're in college and your college years, post college years early dadhood, whatever you want to call it. Like those peaks just look different. And I think one thing that has helped me is it's not so much find my peaks, find my support group. That's going to help me identify those peaks. And also stop damn comparing myself to others that are out of my range. Like, listen, y'all Shabu runs seven minute miles. And I text him. I'm like, I got under 10 minutes on this mile. But the cool thing is he meets me where I'm at. And he's like, awesome progress, brother. Like proud of you you know, so I will cheer with him virtually all the time and support, but I'm not running a race with him. I'm, I think I can beat him, which is no just fun not anymore. It's no, it's no fun, fun <laughs> anymore. Right. So I think, I think part of this is like being
1: realistic. I know for myself, I've committed to saying that like physical fitness is foundational, right? Like it is, I am, if I'm going to do five things in my life, I'm going to be there for my friends and family. I'm going to Either for my partner or my daughter, I'm going to work out. I'm going to uh, go on vacations and I'm going to do my business. Like, it's just like one of my foundational things. Um, and so I think for anybody in, around like physical fitness, because imagine the on of people that actually don't do anything physically. They don't, they don't work out or they don't really care to. It's not either wasn't presented to them. Uh, wasn't, they weren't shown how, or they're scared to go which is real. There's a lot of anxiety and um, shame that goes around like going to the gym or like doing physical fitness. If, if that's not part of your life, then it's a, it's a whole, that's a whole different conversation. So I just think, you know, how do you, how does, how does physical fitness and, and physical peaks become a um, foundational uh, thing in your life to where you, you're like, you always know you're going to make time for it.
2: I'm struggling to get a firm footing on the ground that's underneath the peak, you know, and that's sort of crumbling away from it. So redefining what that and rebuilding that foundation maybe is the better, you know, focus.
3: I just say that's real. Cause like as well as talking, people can't see, I'm like wincing. Like I, I literally thought I'd be on the DL for this podcast is like, I'm having back spasms. I don't know why. Right. But I, I will say this too. I, I love this peak discussion and I'll pose it to the listeners and and we'll all offer to you first. Like, what do you think you're peeking at right now?
2: Right now? I'm just glad that I can still do this thing. Um, every night before bed where my kids want me to physically pick them up and drop, like drop them into their beds. Like, uh, and, and right now, I mean, my son's eight and he's over 60 pounds and I'm just glad that I can, Lift him up like in a curl position and carry him into his room and and he has an elevated bed too, so I need to like get him up over my shoulder height and put him in. and so i'm I'm just thankful right now that I can keep doing that uh, and not and not injure myself. Do I just not want to have uh, a lower back that hurts? <laughs> like do I not want to have injuries that I'm dealing with? And then it's like, do I want to be able to? I mean, you know, to to Drew's point earlier, like, do I want to get back to running seven minute miles? Yeah, like, no, I definitely do. And then, do I want to get back to competing with our buddy Scott in the triathlons? Heck yeah, heck yeah. I'm not. I'm. I do not shy away from the fact that I'm still a competitive individual, and I'm still going to get out there and hustle and I do not shy away from that part of myself, but at the same time right now, I know I can't do it.
0: You have a choice, right? You get to the top of whatever the peak is. You look out and see, Oh my God, this is how far I've climbed. And you can either say, all right, I'm good with this. Or you can look around and say like, all right, what's the next peak. Right. And start to climb towards that. Right. So I think that that's, I mean, I I know that sometimes it can feel like, Oh, well, I haven't peaked yet. Like that, that can feel like a daunting thing. Right. But sometimes we can reframe it to be like, Oh, I'm at a peak, but there's plenty more to go for.
1: In life, when the things that you know to be true um, are no longer kind of present, like, do you still feel good about who you are and what you're bringing to the world? And so um, when I think about being content um, where you are, that's, that's a lot of what I think about is like, are you happy with your day-to-day actions? And I'm
3: I'm glad we're talking about this cuz like I think language is so important. You know, like we we didn't even really define peak. To me it's like what level am I consistently performing at where I'm I'm happy with that.
2: Sort of makes me think of a a question coming out of this too where we're sort of redefining our peaks and we're, we're sort of you know, do, do you go into a reset mode or, or a reanalysis mode? on you know sort of where you're currently at where you're want to be that sort of reset piece is that part of defining that that next peak yeah like absolutely
0: will like that you know and and i think about a great example is you know i think about when all of us were in our teens i'm assuming for for you lamar and you drew but i know for will and i we would have never dreamed of like oh Before we play basketball, we should stretch out for a couple minutes, or we should do some yoga or whatever. It's like pick up a ball, go play, right? If I were to do that now in my thirties, right, like that's not going to be a good look the day after, right? I'm going to feel back pain and things like that. So, so in the redefining, reassessing, it's about understanding like your current context. It's around, you know, for me, one of those things. You know, I think something you brought up, Drew and Will, that's really important is like the idea of part of our peak is like being injury free right? Like that's a really powerful goal to have for ourselves, right? It's like, all right, what are, my, what are the things I'm doing in order to get to that, right? Like, I know for me, it's like, I got to stretch out every day, right? I might not like to, I might think it's, you know, i might rather spend my time doing other things, but I got to spend 10 minutes stretching out because otherwise things are gonna get tight after a
2: couple of days and I'm gonna start feeling in my back or my shoulder or things like that. Yeah, I got to warm up. That's that's it. And I think that, that the, the uh, when it comes to defining what comes next particularly in my journey and and you know I, I know we're sort of um getting close to wrapping up this particular topic but sort of defining that sort of next step or that next stage wherever we're currently at in our journey to our peak for me it's figuring out what things need to go away that is maybe a particularly bad habit currently and then you know what what are we what are we? What are each? What are each of you taking as your sort of next step to and sort of getting either redefining your peak or getting, you know, continuing your journey upwards?
1: One one of my favorite Mark. quotes, Will, is um, it's my quote actually.
2: Hey now. all right, <laughs> let me lean in. I got it.
3: Amar, send it to me. I'll quote you. Send it over here.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll send it. <laughs> this man said one of my favorite quotes. Well, it's my quote. Yeah, it's, it's always funny because when I'm speaking, I always try to, I always try to act like it's somebody else's quote, but like, it's actually mine. Um, so I, I, always say that, um, passion leads to action. Action leads to momentum. Momentum leads to confidence. And, and ultimately it's like, in order to be a star, you have to start. In order to you take any step in the right direction, to do something that you want to do, like any step, even if it's the smallest step is better than not stepping at all. Um, And I think for, you know, around physical fitness, I think around like eating correctly, um, around however you want to do or whatever you want to do in your life. um, You know, you, you try to get your feet wet in it. Um, And when you get your feet wet in it, you have an opportunity to dabble in it. And then you can decide for yourself, like, do I want more of this or do I want less of this? Um, and I think for, you know, in terms of like peaking, um, you know, I'm in a weird position right now. Like I'm not getting a lot of speaking gigs. Like I'm, I'm doing like one fourth of the business that I was doing this point last year in the fall is huge for motivational speakers. It's like when everybody brings speakers out. Um, so I'm doing one fourth of the business and, I am doing a lot of projects that are not yielding any money. So we're doing this, right? No one's paying us to do this, but it's taking up time. Like I'm building a, a planner journal for college students. Nobody's bought one yet. I'm not making any money doing that. Um, I am working on some real estate stuff with another group of friends where we're going to go try and buy some multi. but we haven't, we don't have enough money yet to buy the property that we want to buy. So it's like, as all these things are are happening, but I feel so good. And I feel like I'm operating at a peak because foundationally going back to what we were saying, I'm only doing things that I want to do. And I've been able to do all of these things, not be a hundred percent on with my business and still survive. And, and if I can do that through the hardest time, you can't stop me when the easy time comes.
0: Mar, to build off of that, the idea of like, what are you doing to set yourself up to not just survive, but thrive? I think if we're talking about like the physical part, like going back to the, the original topic, I think for me, it's starting to think about what am I going to do in the winter and throughout the winter to uh, keep really active, right? Like, as I mentioned, like being physically active, whether it's going to the gym, running or whatever, like that also like really helps my mental health. And so I don't want to find myself getting into the winter, knowing that we're in a pandemic, knowing that going to the gym is a little dicey right now, you know, certainly being in any sort of like group setting is also dicey, right? Like I don't want to find myself not prepared uh, to continue those like physical activities and, and keeping my mental health in check too. So it's, it's about planning now for the winter um,
3: so that I can continue to, you know, make gains, push forward and keep my mental health in check. If the mental health is there, other things happen right downstream with the physical health. And one thing that's come up for me is, I am so far past music peak. Like I play piano on the side. I've touched the keys twice in this year. And then you add on last year, maybe two more times. And then the year before that, I was, I was in a band. So talk about way different times. And you asked us like, so what do we need to do next? Like, I just need to get on the keys and use the analogy like do a warm up. You know, like I can't play the songs I used to but I can hit a couple chords. Um, I can listen to a song and try to figure that out and just have fun with that and build that habit. And maybe I'll get back to like my goal is, can I play my favorite song that I played as a senior in high school for a recital, which is a heavy ass. It's a four minute piece and really complicated. There's no way I can do that right now. But what I can do is, and y'all can hold me to is like, can I get over that keyboard and just start playing?
0: We're talking here about when are you at your peak physically? I think some of the things that we walked away with today is that one, it's important to understand what do we individually mean? by peak, right? And is it just one peak we're trying to go towards or is it finding you know many peaks throughout our life and even within our, whatever our current context is. So it's about reflection, heard a lot about like making sure the mental health is aligned with the physical health, those two things go hand in hand. Uh, and finally having various like strategies and ways of of finding new peaks and also allowing yourself some grace to know when you are at a peak, know when you're in a valley and in either context knowing, okay, what am I reaching for next? So, uh, and I just love that we, we brought this up because I think we're all in different areas uh, related to our, at least physical people. We went beyond that. What we like to do every single week, every single time we come together with the Men Up podcast is before we leave, uh, we wanna make sure that we leave you with either some resources, some inspiration uh, to help you on your path to building momentum in your life. Uh, and that is called the Outlet Pass. So here on the Outlet Pass this week, uh, I am going to keep within the theme of uh, physical health and, and finding new peaks. And I need to give a shout out to a duo of guys. They go by the name The Lost Breed. You can check them out on Instagram at The Lost Breed. Shout out to these dudes. They are incredible coaches, motivators, and you know like they put in the work physically, not just like lifting and things, but finding also really like different kind of workouts. Uh, They did some really cool stuff during the pandemic to uh, inspire people and themselves to like find workouts at home that you didn't need to spend a lot of money on. But also like they are just so energetic and exciting. And so that just inspires me when I see them every time I'm scrolling through Instagram. Also shout out to Connecticut talent. I think a lot of times uh, Connecticut here gets a little bit of a bad rap or just doesn't get any love as far as people doing amazing things here. But we got some amazing cool people doing stuff. So shout out to them.
1: You know, one thing I always say is that when you feel like you're coming up short, um, it takes a lot of courage to step out and go get support, go get help, go get coaches to help you be better um, at what you feel like you're not um, good at. And so uh, one of the people that has helped me do that physically from a weightlifting standpoint and just a getting healthier standpoint has been a good friend of mine, one of my best friends from elementary school, somebody I've known going on almost 30 years now. Uh, is my boy, Chet Fortune. Uh, he is a trainer uh, and uh, has an app and a, and a website where you can go get, for $10 a month, you can get your own uh, personalized workout where he changes them uh, in the app. And a really good workout plan helps got me got me cut up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so coachchet.com is the website, coachchet.com. It's a lot of like self-guided uh, workouts that you can do on your own at your own pace, which is always good.
0: Y'all couldn't see it because this is an audio format, but during Lamar's outlet pass,
3: you know, he oh, brought God. the arms
0: up. He 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 showed you. He showed oh, you the sculpted biceps and triceps. So <laughs> shout out to Coach Chet. Uh, Drew, what you got for us?
3: Yeah, I'm going to tag in something called intermittent fasting. It's something that I've been taking on. I actually learned it from my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, but essentially it's, can you... Um, keep in check your eating window and like decrease it, meaning like cut off by a certain time and increase your fasting window, which is the amount of time where you're not eating and coming from someone that loves food, loves eating all the time. It's, it's hard, but I think that's been a big successor to like my weight loss. So intermittent fasting and we'll send you a link to uh, this ideas.ted.com because it's all about the benefits of it.
2: I, I previously had put out there the Nike plus app helps me, With my workouts and there's a great local uh, store here in Ithaca called Finger Lakes uh, triathlon store, which is uh, fantastic. Get all my gear and stuff from them, but uh, um, Two other sort of apps that I use to try to help build a routine for me, both in the evenings and and uh, in the mornings. Um, I use uh, Yoga Studio, which is a uh, uh, now I think owned by Gaam, this sort of yoga brand, but they do great sort of ten minute you know, just real basic ten minute restorative stuff you know Shabu you were mentioning earlier about stretching and the importance of that. I try if I'm doing good on my routine, I'm doing it in the in the evenings and I'm doing it in the mornings to really kind of warm up my muscles, get everything you know stretched out. Um, and they have great, just sort of quick, quick sequences uh, for that. And then, uh, at night, I've been trying uh, to use this app called Balance, which is all about meditation. And balance is uh, quick snippets, and they sort of have a progress through where you can sort of uh, guide yourself through meditation uh, and and really, again, in five, seven, ten minute increments so that you really can help yourself just sort of Uh, ease into a sleep routine that's uh, really healthy for you and, and focus on the right things and stuff like that too because, you know, it all starts with good sleep as well.
0: Boom. Thank you all again for joining us for another episode of the Men Up podcast. As is always the case, we are not experts by any stretch of the imagination, but we are four guys here for the level up and here to take these moments when we can come together and figure out how we can move forward and build momentum, not just for ourselves, but for our communities around us.